We have so many stories in our lives, but our stories are not always heard. On the Hear My True Story podcast, we tell our own true stories. Before the white car backed, our head teacher had scattered. Looking at him, I could only see his tie that was flying backwards, waving at us, and he disappeared in thin air. I want to share my life story. I want to share my voice with the people because I know that uh, just a small joke I can tell through this, this podcast, it will make someone smile. When you ask me what I fear most in life, I would definitely respond to you and say it's fear itself. We are fighting for togetherness. We are fighting for equal rights. We are fighting to end injustice. You don't have to be a storyteller or writer because, guess what? Life writes the best stories. Hear my true story. Hear my true story, Kampala season one, where we tell true stories and have conversations about real life experiences with non storytellers and storytellers from Uganda. Hear my true story, Kampala is a joint project between Hear my true story podcast and Omoti Creative, an organization in Uganda. Omoti Creative is an arts organization that provides safe and free learning spaces for creative arts, educational support, and cultural exchange opportunities to children and youths in Uganda. Hello, listeners. Uh, I'm happy to have you again on our podcast. Here, my true story podcast. Nicholas is one of the participants and also a storyteller that has told a story with us on our Here, my true story project in Kampala. So, anyway, I would like you, Nicholas, to introduce yourself um, to the listeners to know you. Who are you? Okay. Uh, hello, listeners. Uh, first of all, thank you for listening to our pod- pod- podcast. Uh, my name is Kaiwa Nicholas. I am an actor. Uh, I work with Acting Beats and uh, I am a, a public relations officer. I work with KCCA. I'm also a business person. I'm a businessman and uh, I'm, I'm happy to see here. I'm, I'm also a storyteller and I'm happy to be on this platform. How has it been for you as a filmmaker at the same time, a producer, you know, mm. Uh, right now in the times of corona, in the times of COVID? Uh, to be honest with you, Williams, uh, and I think it is not only in Uganda, it, it has been happening everywhere. Uh, corona, <laughs> the lockdown. I, I will not say it has affected me only, but I know everyone, every artist in Uganda is having issues with the lockdown, is having issues with coronavirus. We have not been working. No projects. Mm. I mean, we, we, we were not allowed to get out, to, to, to go out. You, if 
there's a, a film happening, you're not, allow, you're not allowed to go out to shoot it. If you have a project, because this is what we do. This is what we feed on, actually. Most of, most of artists here in Uganda acting, uh, it is their daily, you know, income source, okay? And, uh, and, uh, and if it is not happening, then people will not eat. People will not have things. They will not have money. Somehow, it, we have been affected, okay? We have been affected. Mm. We are not allowed to go out. We are not allowed to do anything. And even still, even right now, we are still experiencing the same thing because now there's so many issues. There's coronavirus. There is, uh, you know, you, there is uh, now, now, now the terrorism that is happening. So, so even jobs are scarce. The other time mm. I was, uh, just recently I was, I was having a project. I had gone for, for some script reading somewhere, and that is when we, these bombs happened, and then we had to be scattered. The police just, you know, told us to leave the place. So it is still a threat to us. So it is really, really difficult to us. It is difficult. It is difficult for every artist. And now artist theaters are closed. You understand? So there is no gig out. There is no yeah. shows out. So we cannot make money. And, you know, it is difficult to get sets, a film sets, you know. It is really dis difficult for us. And it's been mm. tough. So no work has been done. Yeah. So that means, uh, is there anything that has happened in terms of, like, option of example, say, there are countries that put their uh, relief funds for artists, relief funds for people in the industry that mm. were really affected? about Uganda, how was it? William, I'm one of the artists. I heard about that in our government, but, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm a kind of person who will not go for everything, every what, mm. uh, you know, people say. I heard there was that kind of relief somehow, somewhere, but I hear still, even right now, that so many artists who are still complaining that they haven't got that kind of support. You understand? Mm. So mm. I, I would say, yes, it, it, it was, I, I would just say maybe it's a design or it was, like just it was formal, but it wasn't really, really effective to artists. That's, that's, what, mm. I, uh, that's what I can say. And it is not even official. It is just one person trying to see the way of, of facilitating some, some artists. Mm. And other uh, artists are left out. Okay? Yeah, I see that. Yeah, and yeah. those who are very influential, those artists who are very influential, now, mm. the, 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 the upcomings, you know, uh, if someone has just joined the industry or one year or two years, no one knows you. You will not get anything. Okay? Yeah. It, is only, it, 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 only, it, has, it has only worked for the few, the few, the few, that, uh, the few that I'm talking about could be 10 or 20. But wow. in Uganda, yeah, 10 or 20. But in Uganda, we are more than 20,000. Okay? We are you know, so many. We are so many. Uh, and it I understand not, that. Yeah, it has not worked for everyone. Yep. Uh, so um, uh, moving away from that and, you know, Corona being a very big effect all, all over the world, as in also I was so affected as an artist, then I had to move mm. on to online yeah, and yeah. doing storytelling online, now podcasting. Mm. Mm. And this now the, the way, this the future is to do mm. things online. Mm. And actually more podcasts in the time of Corona grew up because of that. But in Uganda, oh, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. easy. I understand internet cannot be 
cannot, yeah. yeah. And actually, it's also a problem. It's a very big problem here. Yeah, I mean, in some countries, in some, say, like, you can find internet everywhere. It is not happening in Uganda here. If you don't have internet in your home, you will not find it on streets. You will not find it anywhere. Maybe you have to go to a restaurant, yeah, and a bigger restaurant or a, or a hotel. That's where you can access internet. Or you have to buy your own to have your own. So it is not everyone. That is why it is a problem now. It is a problem mm. in Uganda, yes. Yeah. So anyway, moving uh, away from that, the old art and the industry. In your story, you talk about love. <laughs> so my friend, <laughs> I have one question for you. I don't I mean, uh, I to answer on <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, would you ever fall again in love? Like, I mean, crazy love, or are you also already in love? <laughs> Uh, let me tell you, when I was, when I was, um, you know, uh, telling that story to one of my friends, mm. he asked me the same question you're asking me, will I ever fall in love again? The only answer I can give you is I don't know. Even right now, William, I am not. I am not. And I don't know if I will ever, but you know, I'm trying to, because it, it, it takes time. I'm trying to heal and see if it, it will work out later. But as of right now, I'm much, much more focused on now business working and having money and all that. So uh, things with love, uh, <laughs> William, no. <laughs> that road, no, no, no. It's not surprising. That was my first time. So if first time, and then you get disappointed for in your first time. I mean, it's there's no way, man. I, no I, way. I can <laughs> understand when someone falls in love, the first love, and then you you really you heart break heartbroken. Yeah. It's hard to get yeah. back. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. um I, I, I don't know about you whether you you believe that there's someone for you there or you feel like no. Uh I am happy where I am. Well, let me tell you, let me tell you, there's so many people that have told me those kind of stories, that kind of thing, you know. There's someone who is designed for you. There's someone out there. Oh, well, I understand. Maybe. When I say, when I put it in God's context, I maybe, yeah. But mm. uh, I uh, I don't think so right now. If if Because even when I, when I fall in love again, it will be very hard to trust it will be mm. very hard for me to trust because let me tell you something. Uh, I realize human beings will keep on changing every day. And now trust is going to be my main issue in my relationship. And I'm scared about, uh, I'm scared about it. But uh, yeah, that is, that, that, that's what it is. That's what, oh, that's what it is. And uh, I think it will not, it will not be so good to my partner because uh, um, I might even show it up. My 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 mistress will show up, so it is not really a nice thing. But I'm trying to see if it will work out later. But right now, no. But yes, uh, even uh, when 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 I was I was broken, I I took some some I took one month uh off from work so that I can try to heal. And then within that month, I tried. I went to see uh, a counselor. Okay, I went to 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 see a counselor for about a month 
And uh, he used to tell me the same things. He used to tell me, you know what? There will be someone out there who will love you, who, you know. Yeah, but you know, man, the first, like you say, it was my first cut and it is the deepest, you understand? Yeah, I understand that. <laughs> yeah, for, uh, yes, <laughs> yeah, I understand that. I mean, uh, for someone listening to this conversation, um, telling you this, that you better first listen to the story from Nicholas on our podcast. Yeah. And then yeah. you'll understand what we are talking about. Why. Yeah, talking about, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so anyway, uh, to move on, I, I'm just asking, I be, mm. just like what you said, yeah. Mm. Are, are you still in contact with your ex? Like generally, or you cut off even communicate? You don't want to know what happens. What happened? Well, where? Well, uh... You may not answer. You are free not to answer. No, or... no, I can. I, I want to answer it. I want to answer it. Mm. When, when the moment I got to know about 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 it, about her cheating and all that, I uh, I switched off my phone and uh, I blocked her. Okay. Unfortunately, uh, like I said that uh, in the story that I had got. Uh, I had gotten her a job in my brother's organization. So, you know, my relationship could not affect her work. So she kept on working. But, you know, my brother was, uh, was, or, or was her boss. So she could, she could, because when I blocked her, she could find ways of contacting me back. So she used, I don't know how she got other numbers. And then she called me. At one time she called me. And then uh she told me stories you know stories that i didn't want that that was the last time she called me and i blocked her again actually i was very even open to her i told her you know what i think i don't want you to call me again i don't want to talk to you ever don't ever ever call me so we stopped chatting i am not listening from her i i, I don't know what's happening with her now and i am mm. sure maybe she knows what's going on with me but uh I don't know what's happening with her now. Yeah, yeah. Because you are you are a famous artist in Uganda. Maybe she's <laughs> and knowing maybe. what's happening to you. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Uh, to move on to another question, you sacrificed your your, <laughs> your education for someone yeah. that you loved by then, yeah. and the person yeah. broke away from you. Wow! Yeah. How was it? For your mother, who really wanted to become a lawyer? Okay, I, uh, I, as I said, uh, to tell you the truth about my mom, uh, my mom, she's a strong woman. So that day when I told her about, about um, how I split the tuition and all that, that I did not go, I, I, I canceled the law course. When I looked in her eyes, I saw tears coming down. I saw tears. And that was my first time to see my mom crying. She did not burst and cry. I just saw tears. And then she, you know, she, she had to clearly tap and, uh, you know, and she had to, you know, I don't know, to smile it off. That's what I can say. But I realized that I had broken my mom's heart. That's what mm. I realized. And to me, even to me right now, it hurts me that I, you know, I sacrificed what my mom wanted from me. And then I sacrificed it to another person, a person who was not faithful at all. 
to me. And I really feel bad about it. And I know my mom. But ever since she has never mentioned about it, but what I can say that she knew about our relationship. She knew that we broke up, but she never wanted to know even what happened between us. Yes. Mm. And she never said a thing ever since. She didn't say a thing about, about me and, 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 and being, me being a lawyer or what happened or how I disappointed. She never mentioned it again. But I knew that day she was very, very hurt. Mm. And yeah. your relationship with your mom now is okay? Well, my, my, mom, my mom has no problem. You know, I, my mom, I can say she's the kind of man who loves her kids so much. Mm. You know, she, she made a statement. When I told her, she made a statement that say, and said, you know what? You made your decision. It's your decision. Okay, I'm okay with it. I'm not okay with it, but you made it, and there's nothing to change. So I think at somehow she respected what I, the choices I made, okay? She respected my choice, of which it was a wrong choice, but she respected it. And she has mm. nothing, I mean, she has nothing against me. I'm very fine. She loves me so much. She's a kind of mom. She's a loving mom. She keeps on, even right now that I'm a grown-up person, I have my own home. Like any other, like, like I said, I'm my last born. I'm the last born. But even my elder brothers and sisters, she keeps on calling them every day to check on their on, on, on her kids. So she's a loving mom. So she has nothing against me. She loves me so much and she keeps on telling me that. She loves me so much. And in loving me so much, that's why I think she decided to keep quiet and to forget about her, my, 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 my disappointments towards, towards her. So she's a good, she's, she's a good kind of mom. Very nice. That's just nice to hear that. Yeah. You, yeah. Anyway, um, to conclude our conversation, I would just like to ask you, or maybe yeah. one more last thing. Uh, is there yeah. anything else you you would want to share with our listeners on the podcast that maybe we haven't had a chance to talk about yet? Um. Well, what I think, what I would love to 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 tell my uh, our listeners is that uh, these are the. I think my story is not different from from anyone. There are so many people that have experienced this kind of story that I I I, I have experienced, and uh, people uh, choose to keep quiet, choose to stay silent about their stories and experiences, but somehow. I think it is best to speak out, to speak them out, to talk about them. That is the only way some people get to, because me, I took a month not talking to anyone, not disclosing my story, disclosing what happened to me and in my relationship. And it kept on hurting and haunting me, you know. I could not, there, there was no any single day I, I, I didn't cry in that month about this relationship. I closed myself in and I did not open up. And the more I kept quiet, the, the more I was more hurt, actually. It was more hurting because I didn't want to pick it out to talk about it. These are the same experience, you know, we go through. This is life. We all go through this kind of life, but the more we keep up, we keep we keep quiet about our own stories, our own experiences. The more it hurts, and I would love to advise whosoever that is listening. Let's try to to, to let's make a let's make it 
a habit to talk about our own stories, our own experience. This is the only way that we we can heal. Uh, recently, I, I I I listened to my fellow storyteller, one of my you know is that she's a great artist. She until when she talked about her own story, that is when she forgave her dad. You understand? Until when she talked about it, that's when she forgave. So I think she before she she told her story, she had that grudge on her heart. And it was really, really hurting her. It was hurting her. But she, now that she has told, told, told it out, told the world about it, now she has forgiven her father. And she's free now. I think it is best. We speak out our, our own stories. We share our own stories. And, and then we, this is how we are going to get much heal. We will we will heal easier than 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 keeping quiet and and stay silent with our own stories. Yeah. I think it is very important. Yeah. 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 You are right a hundred percent when you say when we tell our own stories, we are healing. We are self-healing. Mm -hmm. The same way the people who are listening to these stories, they are mm -hmm. also learning and, from them and, and, and maybe and you realizing know, yeah. their own mm -hmm. stories too within our story. Mm -hmm. And you know, William, you don't have to be an actor. You, you, it is someone should not think it is designed. You know, storytelling it is designed for only actors and storytellers. No, I like I said before, everyone is a story is a storyteller. You have your own experience about life. You have gone through a lot. Speak it out. Let people hear it. Let people know how to advise you and to encourage you. Okay. And you know, I've told this story. It is not because I, but I wanted to hear from people to hear because even right now that, that it is a podcast but i know i'll get a feedback i maybe i will get someone else who experienced the same story the same thing that i experienced you understand and we'll be like brothers and maybe we'll be able to share love because if no one loves us then there will be someone else who love who will love us we shall love mm -hmm. ourselves and then we yeah so you don't need, you don't really need to be a storyteller or an actor or an artist to start to tell your own stories and your own experience. Yes. Yes. Thank you so much about that. Uh, yes. Um, and for being welcome. having time, I mean for having time and one yeah. tell a story with the here my two story Kampala is uh, on. And thank you so much for giving me that chance, William. And I know this is a very good you know, a very good platform for everyone. Uh, for many of us, it is a very good platform. And this is how people will get to know about Uganda and then Kampala. There's so many people out there in the world. When you speak of Uganda, people may not know who yeah. I mean. They will ask themselves, who is Uganda? And you reminded me about something. You talked oh. about uh, when you, people, what people ask about when you say you're from Uganda. Uh, mm. Most of the times when I meet people and I introduce myself, I say, I'm from Uganda, mm. people will converse with me. And mm. then from nowhere, they will mm. ask you about Idi Amin Dada. I mean, yeah. Like, Come on. It is not the only <laughs> person we have. I, say, I also have a friend. I, also, I have some friends from Greece. Mm. But uh, they, they, wanted, they wanted very much. Many of them went to Uganda, came to Uganda to actually to visit Uganda and to do some official work, some came for adoption. But they didn't know about Uganda. 
The only thing they knew about Uganda was Idi Amin. Idi Amin. And they could go to their embassy and tell their counselor, their counselor uh, they would just tell them, we want to go to Idi Amin's country. You can say bye to the listeners in your language if you wish to. And I'm telling you, my language is the sweetest language. I think it is the sweetest language because they tell me so. Uh, dear listeners, Banangi Mwenaba Tuuliza, Tuvagala Nyo, Eira Mwibali Kuuliza, Nakutuwa Chance Kuulila Kungelo Zafe, Obako Story Zafe, uh, Tuweyanziza, Okuvela Ngamuso Voloku, Okuteka Kumukutu Gwafibuni, Ogwapodikast. Mwibali Nyo Kuuliza, Eira Mungelengo Kuuliza, Tuvagala Nyo, Eira Mwibelenga Mwibali, Muliza nyo podcast za fe na dalaba na Uganda kubanga nyingi zichaja atemu ungedo kusupportinga Hear my true story Uganda. Mwebali nyo, tubagala nyo, mwebali de dala. Our dear listeners, we appreciate you so much for, two, for, for, for hearing our stories on our podcast and um, and uh, and uh, we want to appreciate you so much and we continue to encourage you that you keep on listening to our own stories and i can co- encourage you still that you also have your own story so you so thank you for listening and we love you so much may god bless you bye bye these stories were directed by sorry the storyteller audio production for the stories was done by adnan Singkumba. Many thanks to our project coordinator Nicholas Kaiwa and all the storytellers of Hear My True Story Kampala Season 1. For more stories, please visit hearmytruestory.com. For more information about Umuti Creative, visit umutikreative.com or send an email to info at umuti.org. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to our podcast, music by Edwin Matovo, hosted and produced by Otako. Subscribe to our podcast for more stories and visit us on our website, hearmytruestory.com, for more stories. All the links are listed in the show notes of this podcast.